There are way too many sleeves in this studio. <laughs> it is too hot for this many sleeves in here. Summer break, man. I need some more linen. <laughs> you start getting some breathable cottons in here. That's up to you, man. You can wear whatever you want. I need to start getting some like some deep. One of those, uh, one of those like the racer back tank tops that ladies wear. The ones that are like all just like cross in your back. Oh yeah, I want yeah. the zero fabric tank top right now. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> wear those when we go back to video. It is way great. too, it is way too dense of a, just humid out here. The humidity is that's the best word to describe it in this summertime weather. It is it, just dense. It is. It is. The it's, fucking it's air only like is dense. It's only like eighty-seven out right now, and it is just goddamn miserable. Eighty-seven going on hundred and thirty-eight. It's just good god it is the sweat it is so dense it's so wet it's sticky i I, there is nothing on my hands they are sticky (laughs) there's nothing on them there's nothing on my hands but they are sticky (laughs) not doing anything (laughs) took a shower before i came here my hands are sticky listen summer's rough everywhere you know southern part of the united states honestly though the the north they have hot summers too yeah especially when it's on fire what are you doing up there you have hot summers and cold winters what the what are you doing? Listen, we just have, it's, what do we have? Like, we have first summer, then we have second extended summer. It's like the Lord of the Rings cut yeah. of the summer. <laughs> well, we have fake summer. Are you ready? Well, you better be ready because, bam, it's summer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We have, yeah. Then we have that extended edition. Exactly. <laughs> Where you think summer is going to, oh, yeah, it'll probably be done by, you know, late July, early August. And summer's yeah. like, what did you say? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Listen, we have the director's cut coming. Man, I've seen a lot of wildlife out this summer, too. Yeah, I do, me too. I saw some black bear shit. On a trail that I hadn't been on in a while, Ooh. right in the middle of it, he's seriously trying to send me a message. <laughs> he's just like, I see where right you walk the, every day, <laughs> right in the middle of it. That's like a horse head in your bed, <laughs> pretty much. I'm pretty showing much. you I'm here. I know where you walk. I'm showing you I'm here. I'm letting I, you know I'm your new neighbor. I had my dog Merle with me, and he was freaking out. His hair was immediately up. He's like looking around. He just uh, sniffs. And he's like, that ain't from me, no, dog. That's uh, woo. That's way bigger than me. I didn't get, yeah, for real. I didn't get down there and feel the heat on that or nothing, but it looked pretty damn fresh to me. Yeah, just uh, I, wasn't, like a, I wasn't gonna wait. Just poke it with a stick next time. It's like, <laughs> ooh, that's still ooh, squishy. Let's ooh, get out of here. That's squishy. Ooh, look at that steam. Get out of here. Ooh, I broke the seal right there. Ooh, that stinks. Let's go. <laughs> Oh well, Michael, you're giving me a great segue for our first story. I mean, you you 100%, you are just setting me up to just <laughs> well, out the park on do, this man. one. Because Shut this, up. Michael, this could have been you. Our first this, story could yeah. have been you. It could have. It sounds like you. It sounds like your life right here. <laughs> oh, great. If this, if, if you were a 64-year-old Maine woman, this would just be you. <laughs> I would be so mad if I lived in Maine. <laughs> Way up there, huh? <laughs> That's too, it's too far, man. Way up there, huh? No, but, but go ahead. A Maine woman punches a bear that chased her dog and ends up with stitches. I mean, yeah, you're going to end up with stitches. You fucking decided to bare knuckle a she bear. She loved that dog, okay? <laughs> she looked, That's all I got to say. All When I read this story, all I could think of, it was that lady who had the pet. The pet got out. Remember the pet bear? We were just like, Sherry, it's oh. a bear. <laughs> Sherry. It's we, a told, bear. we told you, keep it on a leash. <laughs> it can climb the fence. <laughs> That picket fence is never going to hold it, Cherry. It's goddamn chain link. It's got claws. <laughs> you got no electric wire or nothing. It's, it's just not going to work. Have you not seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> That's the first thing I thought was I was like, oh, God damn it, Sherry's bear got out again. <laughs> God damn it, Sherry. He's trying to get in this lady's garden. Because in Porter, Maine, a Maine woman was bitten by a bear in her backyard while defending her pet dog, necessitating a trip to the hospital. 
But Lynn Kelly, 64, was tending garden and porter when her dog took off into the woods barking at something. And that's why I was like, that yeah. would be Merle in a heartbeat. Oh, just, for just sure. Taking off. Doesn't care what it is. He's nope. like, I saw something. I'm going to go see what it is. I'll yep. come back and tell you. Or I won't, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to be moving when he sees that. <laughs> he's just coming back. That's we got to go. Sure. <laughs> hey, every man for the <laughs> I thought you was fast. <laughs> right. We get a chariot for that damn dog. <laughs> get a rickshaw. Take Latch him, him to it. Yeah. Freaking rickshaw. Have him rickshaw me down around there. <laughs> yeah, but Lynn Kelly was out there and her dog took off into the woods. And in a short order, the dog came racing back to the yard mm-hmm. with a black bear in hot pursuit. Uh-oh. Kelly stood and tried to make herself appear large, which is recommended when a black bear has encounters. I think it's like the, isn't it brown is play dead and it's yeah. black is like yeah. try and be or fight it or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like black bear. You have a chance, right? If you have like a, a fog horn, some, yeah, you they're easy to start if you're really loud. But <laughs> if, it's, if it's a brown bear, it, yeah, you're fucked. And if it's on cocaine, <laughs> just oh man, you're if it's a grizzly man, if it's on cocaine, just, just hope it doesn't decide to kill you. That's what you do. <laughs> Like, Hopefully you have more ca- cocaine. It will trade you. <laughs> it will trade you. I've seen it. It will Your trade. Life if you have enough cocaine. <laughs> but Kelly had to make herself large and tried to like, to threaten the bear and try and scare it off. But instead of slowly retreating, she proceeded to confront the bear, which is not recommended. Never recommended. Do yeah, not you're supposed confront to, the bear. You're supposed to stand up, make yourself appear big, maybe back away a few steps or just like yeah. sidestep. You don't start kind of, you know, chesting out at it like, what, yeah. what, what? Come on. <laughs> I feel like you it's like one of those moments something like, at it, right? Yeah, is this one of those moments I feel like something. a street fight when someone took their shirt off for no reason? Like, this is yeah. what you just did right now. That's it's what like you the, did. That bear was like... You just escalated it. Yeah, You take okay. the shirt off, okay. it's like, I might as well punch you. I mean, like, I, we're going to fight now, apparently. I guess I got to hit you now. It's yeah. either that or you're going to keep getting naked. Right? <laughs> either way, it's getting weird. Either way, I'm going to jail. <laughs> but uh, the bear briefly latched onto Kelly's wrist after she punched the animal on the nose... And she received stitches from the wound. So apparently she threw the first punch. Well, listen. You're the instigator here, Kelly. Kelly. You deserve to get bit. That bear bit you out of defense. You're a real bully right now. Exactly. That bear was defending itself. Right. Where are those bear attorneys we talked about? Because this (laughs) right here. Bear law. Bear law. Bear (laughs) on. This is bear crime right here. You people have been discriminating against these city bears. (laughs) We are about to have some suit wearing court attending bears out here. I got this weird theory that, you know, the more people stay inside, the more, like, screens and, you know, media is introduced in all of its many forms, the less time people spend outside, right? The less time people spend out on their properties. Mm -hmm. And I think animals are just like, hey, well, if you're not out here... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep on coming a little closer. They've they've seen and that I mean, in a lot of those areas. A, just go to a regular city park. You can tell, like compared to like ten years ago, no one's at the freaking parks, man. They've they've seen that in like studies with campgrounds, where like the campground areas used to be a lot more populated with people going yeah. camping a lot, and now they're not as heavily no, trafficked. They're sitting in their RV watching Netflix. Well, it's like yeah, the, now they're not as heavily trafficked, and even if they are, they're in like you said RVs. They're yep. inside AC and they're glamping it up. Yep. And now there's just you're you're looking outside. You're like, oh look, so and so's barbecue. And that that bet bears taking away his child. <laughs> like, should have offered him a steak. I wow, told you they uh, always want the T bone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> T bone for a child. I mean, it's a fair trade. <laughs> but yeah, you just start they seeing these. Both. You just start seeing wild animals yep. walk through these campgrounds because they're like, I guess nobody's here anymore. Yeah. Just like the the Last of Us, like those apocalyptic shows where nature just starts c- taking back over. They're like, I guess if nobody's coming out, I mean, they're definitely getting. Closer, we live out man. here, so yeah, that garage looks pretty cool. I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> If I'm a bear, it looks like a cave. I'm just going to say. You guys ever seen Over the Hedge? 
Yeah, every bear is just thinking. Hey, Under, underrated DreamWorks movie right there. That cave has a door, right? <laughs> Goes up and down. I gotta get one of those. <laughs> That's you know what? nice. I'm taking that one. I'm taking that one. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that creature right there could take me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like the be like the bear from Open Season. Exactly. <laughs> Lives in the garage. That's what I'm saying. These bears He's are all just made, walking through man. the. These bears are just strolling through the suburbs now. Yeah. Just fucking actually real estate shopping at this point just being yeah. like oh look at that that's a two car you could oh. fit four or five cubs in that one well man also where they're building these housing developments right and then like these people are moving in who are used to city living and they're living in a housing development where there's nothing around but forest for mm-hmm. you know so many square miles like you gotta ride 30 minutes to a Walmart or whatever but you live in what looks like a cookie cutter neighborhood exactly yeah uh, the animals are still there yeah they just all live on the they're just into backyards now yeah. going like hey um <laughs> I used to live like <laughs> there. Right over there. Um, yeah, my couch. I, I that's still my nest. Uh, yeah. Actually, it's, <laughs> you it's in your backyard now. Move your foundation. <laughs> if you could, all of that. If you could move your <laughs> pool. Actually, 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 leave the pool. We actually, actually took a vote. The pool the sounds pool. nice. Actually. <laughs> But move the small storage shed. This is ridiculous. Yeah, can you make it a freshwater pool, actually? <laughs> keep the filtration Isn't system going. Salt water? We got a crew of beavers. They can we keep this thing going. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, it's like, a, like a, uh, when I first read this, that's all I could think of was our previous story. But I, I also thought, mm-hmm. I'm like, this this woman just made me, like, Kelly, uh, this right here is a sturdy gal. This is what, this this woman went fucking toe-to-toe with a bear. She sounds like she has nothing to lose. Apparently, all she had yeah. to lose was his dog, and yeah. apparently, the well, dog was yeah. just like, "Hey, we gotta go." And she was like, "Hey, you better man up." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "You better fucking go." Have you seen that? It's a bear. It's a bear. <laughs> it lives down the street. We've told her to. Right. It's a bear, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you need to go. Listen, I know oh I'm man's God. best friend, but it, right? <laughs> there is a line. All right. Right. <laughs> I'll take a bullet for you, not a bear. Right. A bullet's quick. That's gonna eat me. <laughs> Bears are going to start like uh, grooming dogs to be their best friend. They're be like, you know, you did come from us, like probably. I mean, look, we're we're, we're like ancestrally connected. Yeah, like you guys are like our, our neighbors. Snouts. We're like cousins. Yeah, we're cousins. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather work for us? <laughs> look, we, both, we got fur. You Listen, got fur. We got dogs. claws. You got claws. We poop yep. in the woods. You poop in the yard. Right. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> if bears get dogs on their side, we're fucked, man. Yeah, we can't let that happen. Bears and wolves out there. Yeah, start treating our dogs good. <laughs> Protect your dogs from bears. Way to go, Kelly. Next thing you're going to see a bunch of chihuahuas riding into battle on the back of grizzly bears. Oh, God. They're going to be the angry jockeys on the back of... (laughs) They just all jump off the last minute and grab your ankles and hold you where you can't move. They're going to be like the the suicide bombers that jump off at the last minute. Just... But, uh, yeah, it's even, it's rare for someone to be bitten by a bear in Maine, even though the state has one of the largest black bear populations. But it, apparently most people know that, you know, either you make yourself known or you get the fuck out of there. Like you, right, right. But, yeah, you don't try to, you don't decide at this point, you just crack your knuckles and say, this is the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> like, chin up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you realize she was a Packers fan all along. Yeah. She was like, oh, my uncles are never uh, going to fucking believe it. <laughs> not in my fucking yard. Got my Rogers jersey on. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be great at Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. But yeah, she ended up, like I said, the counters usually are most likely bears going through garbage or pet foods or just going to a backyard and just knocking on the window. Be like, you going to finish that? No. Oh, yeah. You are? Okay. Uh, okay. Right, okay. Right, sorry. Cool, sorry. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> 
I saw there was a story recently about it was last year about some giant bear called Frank the Tank going through some like a uh, Midwest neighborhood oh constantly. He was like a four or five hundred pound bear. He was massive. There's some pictures. I went to look them up and post them on social media. But that's it was like, yeah, just these bears are just wandering through neighborhoods now. And they're going to come into your back. If you're just hanging out back there, just a single woman in your backyard gardening out and way up there in Maine, well, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was chasing the dog. Yeah, well, the you dog know, chased it, it first. Well, I know. I'm yeah. just saying. But that's why the bear came chasing. It was probably like, oh, shit, a human. Yeah, and still okay. the same thing. The bear, uh, like, you got up, the, you started to threaten the bear, and the bear, it doesn't sound like the bear came at you. Yeah, the bear was like, okay, well, I didn't realize this dog had an owner. I thought this was going to be an easy snack. Okay, yeah. apparently not. Okay, <laughs> sorry. He, hey, hey. I'm going to step up. Did listen. you just punch me in the face? Listen, you need to just keep him on a leash. He was talking shit, okay? <laughs> next time, next time I won't be so forget. Hey, why are you coming over here? Don't come over here. <laughs> Don't, Don't come, come over here, Karen. Don't come over here. <laughs> you fucking Karen. That's what he did. You punch him yeah. in the face, he bit you in the arm. He's like, I'll teach your ass. Yep. Right <laughs> Next time face. it'll be your leg. I'm well, taking it. It's crazy that the bear didn't uh didn't bite through or break her arm. Yeah, the bear luckily just gave you a warning bite, apparently. Yeah, like he seriously. just sent you to get some stitches and luckily didn't send you to get a prosthetic. Yeah. But black bears aren't massive. No, either, but they still but could yeah, a black bear could still I take still a I still don't want to get bit by one. Yeah, don't it still get could me take wrong. a finger and no yeah. easily. That luckily that bear just gave you a nip, like, yeah. don't hit me, bitch. Yeah. Like ah. I can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not try it. I right. see you're not packing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're not Jason Bourne. Let's back off now. <laughs> But yeah, I think she's going to make a full recovery. She says that uh, she did just get like stitches onto her wrist. There was no serious damage so okay. far. And apparently the bear is probably fine. I'm guessing the bear is no longer going to come into that yard. But I bet that yeah. bear is looking for that dog again. He's like, come back out of here. Right. <laughs> Try yeah. it again. He's going to fuck him up just, just out of spite now. Yeah. Karen's not going to be around break. next time. That punch was embarrassing. You know how many of his bear friends probably saw that punch? And they're like, and uh, you, you, you didn't kill her? Why does your face smell like a human hand? Huh? Why is your eye all swollen? Why you swollen? <laughs> Why does it smell like Bath and Body Works? <laughs> Did you get hit with a freshly moisturized palm? Right. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, he's getting. I he's bet you killed nice. her, didn't you? Yep. Well, you want to take us to the rest of the body? We'd love a snack. Oh no, oh, I uh, totally ate every bit of her. Every not even no, it. not even a drop of blood left. Nope. It's ju just <laughs> like a snake. That's right. <laughs> It's not how we what? eat. <laughs> not, we, we, we never do that, man. <laughs> yeah, this guy was embarrassed. Yeah, oh, hopefully yeah. no bear saw this. But like right. I said, if he, if, if he has bear. to, there are some bears waiting to represent him in the court of law. That's exactly right. There's we a, there's specialize a, in bear law. <laughs> some bear law. They're highly That's educated right. in the great Smoky University. <laughs> That's right. They know only they can prevent bear crime. <laughs> hey, it's right there in the name. <laughs> Dean Smoky. <laughs> But yeah, Michael, oh, for, like I said, that could have been you. You live out here in the fucking wilderness. Yeah. You got bears coming Still up could here. could be, man. I'm keeping up hope. <laughs> I'm have keeping a good up hope. Bear punching story. I could die after Listen, that. Listen, if really. you find a cub and you can get it, I'll let's just let's just give it. Just hand it over. <laughs> I want a pet bear. I want a pet bear. I don't think you could do that <laughs> in your neighborhood. In Andy. my subdivision. <laughs> Listen, I think this, your neighbors will catch on pretty damn quick. Listen, it's a Chinese Tibetan <laughs> mastiff. What are you guys yeah, talking what are you about? Talking about common misconception. <laughs> I know. Andy, it's, it's a, a bear. bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but enough about bears enough right about now. Bears. They're gonna they'll they'll be here sooner than we Jeez. think. I hope they're still bearing with us through this fifteen minute rant about yeah, bears. Bear with us here, guys. Yeah, seriously. For our next story, 
I do have a bit of a real life horror story. Uh oh. Like this is probably the darkest hor- like Fourth of oh. July type story I found because there was yeah. I did Let's see that segue. like we like guys I, I, we didn't even start this episode off properly by saying that it is like we are recording this right after the Fourth of July. We are. Uh, so everybody had, well, hopefully everybody had a good celebration. Got to be safe. Nobody lost any fingers. Right. Right. Uh, nobody had any real dramatic incidences or anything like that. But yeah, hopefully everybody came out have a good celebration. But there was a there was a lot of stories about a very high spike in mass shootings and murders on the Fourth of July. Uh-huh. So I, I I did see an overwhelming amount of mass shootings. I think there was like sixteen mass shootings on the Fourth of July alone. So, but this right here was I mean this happened on July second, but I just saw the story right after the Fourth of July, uh-huh. and this right here was the darkest thing I could have imagined over this holiday. Because a man steals a forklift at Lowe's and ran over a 73-year-old outside of a Home Depot. Why are these these two are that close together? I mean, you keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Right, right. I mean, typically they are kind of close, but forklift driving close? I mean, forklift driving close? You got some off-road tires on that bitch? Seriously. I'm sorry. A man was killed here, but carry on. Oh, yeah. This is like this is like a real horror story. And yes, the, the, I, the, the headline is a bit confusing because it's like, it does sound like this is a personal war between the hardware stores almost, like a Lowe's right. versus Home yeah. Depot deathmatch. Is this just a typo in the thing? Or did no, this is, this is really what happened. A 20-year-old has been arrested in the killing of a woman in a Home Depot parking lot in Maryland. Because around 12.40 a.m. on July 2nd, deputies with the Charles County Sheriff's Office were dispatched to a Lowe's home improvement store in Waldorf on reports of a theft. But apparently the person who was breaking in stole their forklift and rammed it through the rear gates. Holy shit. So this is one hell of a shoplift right Mm -hmm. here. Right. But also it's 1240 a.m. How many people were still at Lowe's? Like at 1240 a.m. How late is Lowe's open? I didn't. This is like an all night Lowe's. Whoa. That's a good point. Yeah, for real. What were you? Hey, we were in the process of stealing from the... No way. I mean, we, the we, Lowe's was closed. Yeah, I'm just assuming. Okay. Like, I'm just. I was just thinking like and deploys the being there. Depot. Yeah, the, they were both closed at this point. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming, but I was just imagining people being there and being like, "Hey, yeah, we got somebody break like trying to get in our forklift." Yeah, he's trying to get out the back gate. It's, yeah. it's locked. It. Oh, oh, he's out. Yep, he's yeah. out. He said he was forklift certified. <laughs> we don't know. But. He, he showed us the certification. Actually, I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I, I couldn't really argue with him. Right, and, and he appears he is. I mean, look how look how far he's already made it. I, I mean, mean, look at he is in and out of those tra- those mean, cones right there. He went looking. right around those cars. <laughs> hadn't touched a thing. Look at that turning radius I think in that he's thing. He's carrying a smart car with him right now. He lifted that very clean. Like I said, none of us were actually yeah. forklift certified, so technically he is our superior. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't say no. This is a Lowe's. He, he had a card. I, <laughs> he I had a card. <laughs> But a 20-year-old has been arrested after this because Bryce Caleb Brown of Waldorf is accused of breaking into the Lowe's, stealing a forklift, and ramming it through the gate. He then made his way down the road about a half a mile east of Lowe's Damn. to a Home Depot parking lot. I was imagining, is there like a That's police chase? Saying. Was like a slow police chase or anything? Because I don't believe there was. Because this is where this horrific scene then unfolded. Gloria Pr- uh, Gloristein Pinkney... I think I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Gloristine Pinkney yeah. was 73, was asleep in her car when Brown struck the vehicle with the stolen forklift. Pinkney, Pinkney then got out of her car after the crash and started to try to run away, according to the release. 
Deputies say Brown followed her on the forklift and ran her over before fleeing the scene in her car. Holy Pinkney shit. was found underneath the forklift and pronounced dead on the scene. Deputies oh said the suspect God. and victim did not know each other and that Brown was arrested on July 2nd and charged with the murder and theft, among other charges. This is insane, man. That Imagine is just sitting in your car and then just death comes out she of the She was asleep nowhere, in her man. car. I mean, yeah, she was this was a 73-year-old woman, already probably not at the best point in her life. If you're sleeping in a Home Depot parking lot at 73 years old mm. in your car, I mean, this probably isn't, you know, this wasn't like your first option. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so this is already somebody who's probably not at the best part in their life, and this is just a maniac. This is like a Batman villain. This is like a Joker-esque crime. Just Seriously. a forklift coming in, yeah. you know, probably breaking through the windows or something. Like you're just waking up it's, to literally. It's like your car is being put into a just like a crusher. But yeah. you were just in a, you were in a parking lot. You went to sleep in a Home Depot parking lot and woke up to a killdozer. So that Pretty is a. Much. So that is genuinely terrifying. And then the fact that, yes, she got out of the car, because I'm sure he was, you know, hit ramming the car yeah, or trying could, to lift he it. Been, he could have been sticking the forks through the car. like Oh, yeah, those know. forks would go I mean, right through oh, those doors. Right through the door. Yeah, right through right. the windows, through the doors. Hell and he, yeah. A forklift, it depends on what size car that was, that forklift could have lifted that car right over. Yeah. You got a strong enough forklift and a small enough car, that thing is flipping like Andre the Giant in a table. And I still think it could flip it over. It could grab one side, even if it's a regular forklift, and flip it over, which may be in what he was doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This guy was That's why she had to get out. Yeah, this guy was definitely threatening her, but then not only did he get he got her out of the vehicle, but he chased her down in a forklift. And I don't know if you ever you've driven forklifts as well as I have. Some of those things can go. Oh, yeah, they can go. Some of those things can get. Yeah. I and, worked at a warehouse one time, and they had these Toyota forklifts, and those things would scat, dude. Mm-hmm. When it rained out on the docks, you could literally drift in those mofos. Oh, those yeah. Those things were fast. I used to see guys whipping through brewery warehouses, just cutting corners and you always know some of them are faster than others. You know, everybody tried to get the fastest forklifts. Yeah, some of them got the electric <laughs> forklifts, some of them got the propane-powered ones and stuff like that. Yeah. And propane ones, and get some power yeah, to them. propane. And propane and That's propane accessories. Right there. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I saw like they're like, pro, like forklifts are. They are way faster than people think. They're not like oh, a. Yeah. They're not like a backhoe. They're not like a they're, bulldozer. They're That's most like, likely faster than a seventy-three-year-old woman. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, they're not. That's like a, it's not like a construction piece of equipment. It's not something that you see, you know, creeping across a construction site. That also has the power to lift heavy things. Right, right. This thing is designed to get across a warehouse back to the truck as quickly as possible mm-hmm. without dropping it. Yeah. So they want to be faster than a person on foot and be able to lift heavier things. So. Yeah. These things can go. And that he just crushed her with the forklift and left her under it. Like, they don't Dude, say what... So if, this mm. sounds like something that's like a... Just a... Well, like a bath salts killing in Florida or like a yeah, Batman it villain. Just, it really does. It sounds like something from a comic book or something. Or just a horrific, just, like, murder, like, detective movie. Like, one of yeah. those dark, like, serial killer movies with a gritty detective as to... This is the case that broke him or something. Like, yeah. this is one of those cases where you're like... We were responding to a stolen forklift, and good God. Exactly. Like, yeah, we this found the is, forklift. We found the forklift. Luckily, they were able to find uh, Brown very quickly, and was, he was booked into the uh, Charles County Detention Center. Good Jesus Christ. He, <clears throat> but he's probably just going to go to dang psych ward. 
Yeah, they they don't seem to have any kind of uh, details about his mental state or any kind of intoxication, but that does not seem like a right state of mind stranger killing. Right. Like, you had the car. Like, she got out of the car, left it. You could have just jumped in and, and gone. This seems like a not in the like not in the sane state of mind anymore. And they confirmed they didn't know each other, right? Well, at least according to him. Yeah, according to him, they didn't know each other. This just seemed like he just found a car, which is just it's so strange that he drove right to a Home Depot. Like it is know, weird. Right? That does That's that makes saying. it seem I... like it's some weird like Home Depot versus Lowe's mm. prank almost. It it definitely helps the headline. Yeah. It? Because apparently there are like real like there's always been drama between the hardware stores. There's always been like, oh, of course. you know, the yeah. hardware mafia is always coming after people, but the mom and pop shops <laughs> never, has, never stood a chance. Never stood a chance. Never stood a chance against big hardware. <laughs> big hardware. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, this was like, I, I saw yeah. so many, like some dark stories over the 4th of July holiday, but this right here so far was just the, the scariest thing I could have imagined for someone who was, like I said, already probably not in the best part of their life. Right. And asleep in a parking lot and then gets crushed by a forklift. Not even still in your car. Got out, tried to like, you know, run away. Here's the car. Take it. I'm, yeah. I'm going. And he chased her down. That's scary as hell to me. I've slept it in really parking is. lots before. <laughs> like yeah. I've slept in many oh, a parking yeah. lot. I've done some road trips. And I've just been, you know, roading with a band way too late. We're like, well, we're just going to sleep in this parking lot. Yep. Find, find the lights or find the yep. you know, lighted place. Yep. So yeah, there's, it's, it's always a scary thing to have to, to sleep out there in the, in the, in a public place like that, not like a rest area or a campground, but right. a parking lot's already a scary place. And that's never something you imagine. Cause even if you, not, even dude. if you're someone who like sleeps with a gun or sleeps with a, a weapon in your car, when you wake up to a forklift, getting your car, your, your brain has got to be just what the hell? Yeah. You are. Am yeah. I dreaming? Am I dead already? Right. Am I, am I in a, am I in a crusher? Like, how, can I get out? Right. Like yeah, like you, I said, you think he was looking for someone in a car just to fuck with, and she just happened to be the first one he saw. Uh maybe. I mean, he did go like about a half a mile down the road, so it wasn't super far. I mean, a half mile is not that far in a forklift. No. But either way, I mean, I guess, but this may have been the first parking lot with cars he saw in it. Still, like a big yeah, parking lot that still had yeah, cars. He was looking for a car to mess with, but of course, cars going down the road are moving too fast, and, and they're all avoiding him. Yeah, exactly. So, man, it's just, it's crazy that she didn't just crank it up and leave. Yeah, that's what I say. The, the, the fear, because I'm sure that she wasn't sleeping with the car running. That's why I think maybe he had the forks underneath the car, because if he had them up underneath the car when he originally rammed it, you wouldn't be able to. Imagine if he rammed it on the driver's side. Yeah. Or he, or if he rammed those forks (laughs) through the windows on the side, and now you just have the forks through the roof of your car. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I could see how she probably had to, had to climb out or go out the passenger yeah, door or something. But yeah, I, he he got what he came for, and yet he still crushed this elderly mm. woman with a forklift. Like I've seen some gnarly forklift Rude, injuries, man. and I've and unfortunately I've seen like an OSHA video of someone getting crushed by a forklift, and it, there's no surviving that. No. Those things are counterweighted to lift oh, those yeah. things. A forklift may look you know smaller than a car; it weighs more. Oh yeah, like they are counterweighted with thousands of pounds. The whole back plate is nothing but solid steel. Yeah, just to counteract the whatever it's lifting. Yeah, it's so fucking heavy. So yeah, those things are like you can't even pick up a forklift unless you have like a backhoe. Like they right. are they are heavier than they look yeah. than they're supposed to be. So mm-hmm. it's basically like getting hit with a steamroller. 
to an extent almost yeah. like it's, that's like one of the worst thing and they sit they're so low to the ground too man gosh what a horrible way to go like yeah this was the it is a horror story for real i, I was i was trying to see i, 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 I was she went quick and didn't like suffer underneath that thing man yeah I, I, i'm glad they caught him very quickly and i'm glad that they got like i hope that they can say that he was i i i hope that there was some mental break or there was some drug hallucination there was Please. some kind of you know, instability, because if that's just, you know, pure, like, spite or pure just, you know, random, that's scary. Yeah, that got to need to come back out. But, uh, yeah, I was, like I said, this was, like, there was a lot of stories that were popping around off after the 4th of July holiday, and yeah. this one caught my attention. That just It just blew the rest of them out of the water. And I, I wasn't going to sit here and dwell on this darkness for too long, because I, I do have a couple other stories right here, and one that did pop up over the weekend just just made me smile just a little bit too much. <laughs> like okay. I, I shouldn't have smiled as much as I did, but it's just a little bit too perfect. Okay. Because the Secret Service, Michael, the Secret Service of this good country, right, speaking right. of America's of birthday, I've heard of them. They were investigating a mysterious white powder that was found inside the White House oh, in no. the West Wing, no doubt. No way. Turns out, never even been in there before probably. Cocaine. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Did not Guys, see that coming. I'm sorry. You know what? You caught him. You got him. I mean, this politicians is... and cocaine. It's like oil and water. Am I right? I mean, they don't listen. Even... Illegal things at the White House. I Doesn't I have happen. never. I have never. like this is this is purely could, fake news. I couldn't. There could it. never be something. That Why are we even shady talking about this? Or criminal <laughs> or illegal at what? the White House? Who, who published this? BBC. They're just trying to make us feel bad about America. <laughs> They're just trying to imagine. Fuck like, you, BBC. Listen, you got enough opium in your tea houses. Yeah. I see what you put in those cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those aren't tea leaves, Boris. <laughs> know exactly what's going on here. But the Secret Service is now investigating how cocaine was found at the White House on how Sunday indeed. night with visitor logs and footage combed for clues. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. got to be an outside source. Oh, it's got to yeah. be it's got to be a, a visitor who I'm, is totally sure you guys just can't find the tape. <laughs> totally totally uh, it seems like the cameras were definitely yeah, down and that ah it's weird. It's Ooh, just good thing an assassin didn't come to get the president that day. Oh <laughs> man. Oh, it's, oh, that's those same cameras they used at the Epstein jail. Look, yeah. ah, I knew it. <laughs> those things just uh, yeah. have a reputation. That model, I mean, <laughs> it's just unreliable. I think there was a recall. Secret Service agents found the powder during a routine inspection in an area that is accessible to tour groups. The area was in the West Wing, which does contain the Oval Office. Mm -hmm. President Joe Biden and his family were at Camp David in Maryland at the time. Sure. So, I mean... They're having a party in the Oval Office. <laughs> no, Joe Biden's at Camp David going, God damn it! Jail! Jail! I swear! It was in my pocket! It was in my pocket! Jail! No! Jail! It was in my pocket! It was in the, it was in the breast pocket! Jail! Just help me find... Jail! Look at me! Look at me, Jail! <laughs> I like how you think Joe Biden could even talk that fast. When he's missing that much cocaine, he... Uh, Not without the cocaine, Andy. I don't know. No way. His withdrawals will hit you hard. That's why he's been falling so much lately. I just thought like, I, was like, I thought of Russell Brand and getting the Greek where he was like, I was calm 15 minutes ago with my fingers in your asshole. You don't want to see me in 15 more. <laughs> <laughs> like that was what I imagined Joe Biden just right. looking at... Like, just, Hunter, I told you. Uh, right. <laughs> Hunter Biden, goddamn you. Mm -hmm. This is all from your laptop. <laughs> but a senior law enforcement official told the BBC's U.S. part of the news, uh, the news of the substance was found in a storage facility routinely used by White House staff and guests to store mobile phones. 
Guys, you yeah. know, we have a phone storage for electronics. We uh -huh. have a wallet storage. We have a cocaine Thing. room. Yeah. It's just off the Lincoln bedroom. Right. <laughs> it is complimentary. It's, listen, <laughs> we have Colombian. We have Cuban. Right. We have Paraguay. <laughs> we have all One the different... One per person, please. Please, per guys. Visit. But the preliminary test later confirmed that that substance was indeed cocaine. What? The Secret Service will leave a full review of how it got into the White House. And the press secretary said on the press secretary said on uh, Wednesday, "We will be absolutely diving to the bottom of this bag. I mean, to the bottom of this case. <laughs> <laughs> we will be, right. we will be following every line. I mean, clue to the <laughs> every line." Every line of evidence, every line of questioning, That's every right. <laughs> line of residue will be swept and snorted for prints. I mean, <laughs> snorted. Oh my god! Or some Secret Service rookie just fucking it's left. Like, I can't believe they even let this out. Exactly. It's so ridiculous that they even let this out. That's what I'm it's like if this is the stuff you put out, imagine what you don't oh, put out. My, that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the conspiracy. That's it's exactly like if that's what I you're going to put out to distract us. Yeah. Imagine what's like, oh my wow. God, look at this cocaine we found. Close the door, close the door, close the fucking door. Look at the cocaine, look at the uh, cocaine. <laughs> right. In reality, that's why they call it the White House. That, <laughs> uh, you thought that was just eggshell. That's <laughs> where the president lived. No, that is uncut Colombian no. white. <laughs> the greatest cocaine factory in the world my friend <laughs> yes it's a premium it's a it's an exclusive color if you look at the side of this house you will be you will be jazzed <laughs> that's why you just see biden hold on to one of the pillars every once in a while just <laughs> i can't feel my tongue jill they made it the finest cocaine <laughs> that's what the paint's made out of lead-based no colombian-based thomas jefferson <laughs> Oh, shit. You should have seen the renovations JFK made in the 60s. <laughs> <I'm> serious. <laughs> nice touches. But yeah, a Secret Service right, right. looked a full review of all these kind of things, and the White House staff are permitted to give tours to some parts of the West Wing, but they're trying, I'm guessing they're trying to pin this on a guest or a tourist or a or a staffer or something, you know, some intern, like, oh, some careless intern must have brought their drugs into our into our temple of solitude over here. Right. Yeah. What, what millennial is hmm. this? Seriously. Meanwhile, Lindsey Graham's just over here just chewing on his goddamn tongue like... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh, these senators. They're not fucking... They, half of them dude. can't even make it through a, se like a congressional session meeting without dozing off. Yeah, yeah, all of them are doing bumps in the fucking right. bathroom before they go in there to vote on things. Sheesh. Listen, you, I'm surprised you didn't to stay have awake, to, man. You, yeah, I'm surprised you, when you found this baggie of Coke, you didn't just go through the line of being like, all right, everybody check your pockets. Who's missing? Yeah, who's missing it? You? Who's missing? No, no. <laughs> Last call. I'm, I'm going to take it. Last call. I'm take it. I mean, it's a freebie. Going once, going uh... twice. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> that was a big oh, bag, Lord. sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some shit done. America. Let's talk about Ukraine. <laughs> It was in one of the cubbies, a, a, a source familiar with the uh, or the White House told them. But uh, so apparently these were the cubbies for people to store things in. But yeah, right, this right. we they're going to find out who did this pretty quickly. You know, there was just some Secret Service being like, like do I, when do I, when do I say it was mine? Like how, yeah, how long, how long before I can just like have it back? I mean, <laughs> like, can I, those guys should make enough to, can I get it back? It, like right? if I, if I say it's mine, I apologize. I dropped it. Yes. Can I have it back? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this was just something that just made me smile just a little bit too much just to imagine the White House freaking out. Like, oh, this illegal substance in our White House? 
<laughs> never. There right. has never been an ounce of crime in these great halls. <laughs> these hallowed halls of decision and executive power. Right. <laughs> Dude, look at this. I was just curious uh, while you were talking. I was thinking about the Secret Service. And I was like, how much do they make? You know? And it says, according to Glassdoor, <laughs> 95000 to 140000 per year to take a bullet for the president. That's not enough money. Have you seen the living cost of D.C.? That's right. a pretty expensive city. <laughs> that's, that's an expensive city. It's about, yeah, and to do the work that you guys do, that is, that's not enough money. That guy took a bullet for Reagan for that crazy guy who was obsessed with Jody Foster. The median salary as of November of 2022 is $105,000. That's it. You better have the benefits like a, you better have the benefits like a legacy of a college. I knew it couldn't be much. I mean, the president technically only makes 400000 right? True. Uh, as far as their, their pay. At least that's what they say. I yeah. mean, obviously you make... That's what their taxes say. Yeah, exactly. So I knew the Secret Service couldn't be that much more. But yeah, it's it like be rolling the Secret it. Service, you got to have so many connections and other ways to make money, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, all those guys are probably a lot of, like, private contractors. They're regular, right. like, they can do bodyguard work probably eventually. Yeah. Because once you're done with They'd the Secret like Service. PI stuff. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, like, once you're, once the president leaves office, they can actually, like, handpick a few Secret Service members to, like, stay on and work for them indefinitely, like, as their personal Secret Service. Yeah. So, yeah, the Secret Service does have other branches. Like, you have the White House branch, and then you have its other branches that guard ex-presidential families and, you know, relatives and shit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that they have a pretty good, like, retirement plan for these guys as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you, know, you know, Jimmy Carter's not getting very many assassination attempts anymore, but he's still got bodyguards. Right, right. Because somebody's just not letting time do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's trying to kill Jimmy Carter? But. I know, right? <laughs> But yeah, they still give him bodyguards. Uh, yeah, I get that Bush has bodyguards. That guy may have a target. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, for real. This my this this, this White House story just just piqued my interest. Like I said, just, it's just all the perfect. all the weird little headlines all the time of Joe Biden stumbling and he's mumbling. He's not focused. Oh, that man's focused. I'll tell you, he is focused <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> he was getting all kinds of shit done in that White House. Right. Or maybe he forgets his. He forgets his little bag of powder more often than you think. Andy. Or now he has a really bummed out Camp David weekend. Yep. <laughs> God damn it, I had Zelensky coming in. I had the guys from Cuba coming in as well. Guys, right. I was supposed to tell the hate ball. Now look at me. I look like, now look at me. I got my dick in my hands and everybody's just staring at me. Well, that's your problem, Joe. We uh, did not tell you to take your pants off. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, Michael, for our, for right. our last story, we got, we got one more story, Michael. And this was more. This was like it's a sad story, but it's also just a. It's a pretty interesting story because I think we've we've talked about this maybe off air, maybe off camera. But um, have you did you hear about? I think it was a few months ago where a man in I want to say it was Vancouver, yeah, he opened a store that was going to sell all drugs, like oh. he was selling cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, like. But they were all tested and clean and like safe. It was kind of like those things we talked about in you know New York City where they have the safe needle exchanges and places for people to shoot yeah, up drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that because this guy made headlines last month where he opened a store that was going to sell all forms of drugs uh -huh. and it was shut down the very same day. Like, yes, obviously. Uh, yeah. But Jerry Martin opened a store in Vancouver because he wanted to give people access to clean drugs and challenge Canadian drug laws. So if you guys remember these, these headlines earlier in the year. But sadly, the man who opened a store selling heroin and cocaine has actually died from an overdose. And 
I do believe that this story is going to get a bit more traction as it goes because there's a there's a few things that just seem a bit uh, you know suspicious. They seem a bit off. They seem a uh-huh. bit you know you know uh, MK Ultra esque or just conspiracy theory esque with this whole right. situation. Okay. Um, Jerry Martin died in Vancouver on Friday, a few days after he was hospitalized due to a suspected fentanyl overdose, according to his partner, Krista Thomas. He was 51 years old. Although Martin survived the initial overdose, he remained unresponsive in a hospital and his family eventually had to take him off of life support. But he had previously told Vice News that he had been addicted to cocaine and had been homeless for much of his youth. Like he had had a very rough upbringing and rough young part of his life. Mm-hmm. But this guy was actually, he was one of those people who was out to help people. He wanted to give people like addicts or, you know, people who were struggling a a safe place to use what they were going to use and not be, you know, ostracized for it or judged Mm -hmm. too harshly for it or made to feel like they were the pieces of trash and things. Right, right. So he believed that people were self-medicating their trauma. And so long as they were doing that, they needed a safe supply to do that. Like he's like, you can't just fix addiction. You can't right. just fix drugs. You can't fix that part of the human anatomy. So until you can fix it, the best, like one of the best solutions we can offer is to make sure that the, the, the substance they're going to use is as safe as it can possibly be. Yeah. Like that it's not going to kill them. I like, agree with that. You to wean people off. And if like, if they're truly have that as their, as their goal, I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. The, these, these, these areas. But I mean, if you run a drug store, how, you know, how interested are you in people getting off of these hard substances yeah i can understand the the, that you're you under like the capitalism like propaganda or the capitalism argument it's like well yeah you're well you're still pushing the problem but you're not actually fixing the problem he's like yeah i think in his mind he is an he's an old addict and he's in i can understand his argument where he's Mm -hmm. saying listen i can't fix the problem he's like i can't fix the problem you people can't seem to fix the problem so i am going to just make sure that they don't die yeah i'll make someone i'll make some money off of it yeah but i'm gonna make sure that my friends don't die but he forgot to make sure he himself doesn't die. And uh, this is one of the people that there's a lot of questions around his death because uh, he he's no more exempt than any other human being on this earth. And he had his own trauma. And unfortunately, he had relapsed. Mm. But um, his partner said it wasn't clear if he actually intended to use fentanyl or not because he was not a known opioid user. Oh. Uh, so if you are if anybody's familiar with addicts and they have uh, any kind of relationships with them, a lot of times addicts do have a a, a drug of choice or a uh, like a method of choice. Uppers, downers, they right, right. they're looking for a certain feeling. And if this guy was more of a, a cocaine user, he was a, more of a you know a accelerant. He was an upper. He wanted to be mm-hmm. going, going, going. Yeah. Opioids don't do that for you. I mean, yes, opioids can help bring you down after a cocaine high after a while, right. but. So that would be the only thing that may have been mixed up. But this guy was a, he was a pretty expert drug user to say the least. Like mm-hmm. this guy was a seasoned drug user. Right. Um, but in May, this is when they opened the drugs store, the first brick and mortar shop in Canada and the U S openly selling drugs that had been tested to ensure they did not contain fentanyl or any other harm for adul- adulterants. He was arrested within 24 hours of the store opening in downtown Vancouver. Um, and this is what he said during that time. He said, I'm giving the, them uh, addictive drugs, but I'm giving them a safer addictive drug. Then you can go out on the street and find somewhere else where it might be laced with fentanyl or some other drug. 
Uh, he said he, they said he did want to save lives. And yeah, when you see his picture, there's a lot of people who've seen his bug shot or his picture and they're like, oh, this guy's just a junkie himself. That, and that's people, you know, judging a book by its cover. Right. Yeah. You do see him in a bulletproof vest and he's got neck tattoos and piercings and yeah, he's probably a pretty cool dude, honestly. But also but, uh, he runs, he's planning on running a drugstore. I mean, I, w- I think I would run, wear a bulletproof vest too. Yeah, you would goddamn see me in the juggernaut store. armor from Call of Duty just behind the counter like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see me, I'd just phone in and be a screen you talk to. <laughs> Your shit slides out of a tray. Yeah, just a whole bulletproof, bulletproof glass. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there's been a very big three-year project to try and decriminalize small amounts of drugs in British Columbia, but selling still does remain illegal. So they did arrest him on selling these these drugs. It wasn't the fact that it was possession. Those are still there's still a lot of different small laws about possession and distribution, just like how around the states with marijuana. Right. But uh, this guy right here, at the time of his arrest, Vancouver said they supported the harm reduction services, but drug trafficking will still continue to be the subject of enforcement, not the usage, but the trafficking of it. Okay. Which I understand, but that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you just don't you just get mad at the money. You're as mad because people are making money off of it. You don't yeah. care about the use because you're like, yeah, fuck them. But somebody else is making money off of it. Yeah, we don't like Now that. we have a problem with tax it. Tax them. Exactly. We've always tax said them. fucking tax it. There. You can tax What's it. What's the big deal? But uh, police had also banned him from returning to the downtown east side. But about a month after his arrest, he told Vice News that he was still planning to reopen in a pop-up store model one day. Which, damn. I mean... I can understand what yeah, you're doing just here. Keep it on the move, man. Just buy you like a food truck. Yeah. And you just sell drugs. Just pop up yeah, every once in a while, a do a little underground, <laughs> little underground marketing. Show up and just raves across the country. Right. But uh, he was a de- he was definitely self-sacrificing. Thomas said, and one of the things she'll miss about him was the fact that he was still he was a little crazy. He was a little fun. But um, well, he knew that he was giving a risk to fulfilling his vision more than anything. He felt that it was his thing to do, and he felt that uh, what he had left to do in this world. But there's a lot of questions about the fact that, like, yeah, this guy was a, this was a very re- like regular drug user. This was a seasoned, experienced okay, drug so user. So people are saying there's, there's no way this guy would overdose. Is that, that like, it doesn't seem like he would the accidentally use fentanyl. That he would accident, like a guy who's like publicly talking about how he has all these testing kits. He's trying to get testing for all these other drugs. He's making sure people don't overdose on this drug because it kills people. Yeah, yeah. It's like. And now, and this guy's also making a public scene. He's like, sell. He's trying to make mm. public money off of this, and he's going against what the the police are telling him to do. And what, like, it's one of those things where conspiracy can very quickly pop up, where it's like, yeah, this drug addict has relapsed again. Let's just slip him some fentanyl. Just like you know, the, the the Marilyn Monroe of it all, of like just you know, OD them, and nobody will ever know the difference. Right. So you have a, of a drug addict ODs, nobody bats an eye, even if they're clean. Nobody bats an eye if they relapse. Right. But yeah, it's just, uh, I can see where there's a little bit of like, and questions can pop up and that people could look to this and be like, why would, uh, how would this guy die? He's the one who's trying to help all of us. Right. It's just a little too convenient that the guy who's trying to open up stores to publicly sell this, these drugs without your laws behind it winds up dead. Like as soon as he makes it public that he's going to do this, right. he winds up dead because he did it once and you stopped him and he said he's going to do it again. And that, then he just winds up ODing on the one drug he's trying to make sure nobody else gets their hands on. Yeah. 
it like it seems like a very easy thing for conspiracy theorists to fall into. For sure. And yes, if this was an accidental overdose, this was a if, like I've seen where addicts can they can get to a desperate spot. They can yes, they can they can find a place where they're not thinking logically anymore, and they will use something without testing, without without thinking because they right. they just need to get the fix. Yeah. So yes, there's always those those worst case scenarios. That this was just and, a horrible accident, and he was at a low point and, yep. and didn't know what he was doing. That's the 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 thing about the nature of addicts that leads people to to shed doubt on them. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's like well, they know if they get he gets in a bad enough spot, he's going to do whatever it takes, even if that is using using dirty drugs or stuff that he knows ain't as good. Like you ever heard the old adage like the roofer's house needs a roof, the mechanic's car's broke down, like because mm-hmm. you're so busy doing shit for other people, you don't feel like working on your own shit. Oh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so like, yeah, he might be. 100% in making sure that everyone else and his customers are using clean drugs but when it comes to him he's using whatever's convenient whatever's close. And yes, those are that's that's Possibly. typical addict behavior. When you get into an like when you've relapsed that far and you just mm-hmm. need it again, you're going to take whatever's available to you. So yes, that is a real possibility, but this there's another little thing to his conspiracy like train of thought. To where this guy had has been very public with his stuff, talking to Vice before, and this is the, where I'm getting this information from right now is from Vice, but uh, he's talking about how like the Canadian government hasn't really really done much to help, and he's like people are dying, especially now they've allowed the entire province to do these drugs, but they provided no clean or safe supply. They're getting it from the same supply that everybody's overdosing from. Mm. Martin was previously tied up in a court battle for years after launching a constitutional challenge about Canada's cannabis laws, arguing that medical cannabis patients should be able to use dispensaries rather than mail order systems. So this guy's already been making headlines in the past. He's already challenged the government on their cannabis laws. He's already right. been making us. He's already been making Isn't some everything ripples. legal in Canada now. Um, it's to an extent. I'm. I could be wrong with that, but I think it's more or less like recreational. I could. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on Canada's yes. weed laws, and maybe it's province by province. Yeah. Because yeah, I was looking up some you know America's you know different state by state legislations and everything about how you know different possession and distribution and weights are criminal decriminalized. It's it's silly. Yeah, uh, it says what drugs are being decriminalized in Canada. Uh, this is as of March seventh, twenty twenty three. Opioids such as heroin, morphine, and fentanyl, crack, powder, cocaine, methamphetamine, and MDMA. Yeah, which is ecstasy and ecstasy, stuff like that. Those, yeah. Are, yeah, most kinds of drugs, like illegal drugs that you would typically think a drug dealer or a drug addict would use, they've kind of adopted the the, the Netherlandic idea or the Amsterdam idea of like just make it all legal to an extent. But but at the same time, just because you decriminalized everything, you didn't offer a safe alternative to it. And that, and be, you didn't give them a, a a legal or like a regulated place to go get this now. Right. You just said, yeah, fine. If you're gonna use it, use it. Not our problem. Right. But they're like, okay, well, fine. We're gonna keep using. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine. Cool. Now you just got a bunch of people dying in the streets. Yeah. And they're not gonna be arrested for it. Yeah. I know. It's it's a tough topic, man. But yeah, and, I can see it from both sides. I don't know what the solution is. I and I, I don't either. I'm, and this guy was making waves. He was making some ripples. And this guy, I could see where this might have a target on his back. He may have pissed off the wrong people. I know this is Canada, but still, there are there when there's money to be made, I mean, like people get greedy. Yes. And when it's a lot of drugs, and you're and you're openly defying the government and the police, and you're yep. publicly saying, "I'm going to keep <clears throat> doing this," 
it's just a little suspicious to me. I don't want to fan the flames of anything like that, but it's, I could, I was just reading through some of the comments on things and people's reactions to this. And yeah, like his partner's not pushing any kind of conspiracy theory or, or murder investigation type deal, but it's just, to me, it seems very sad or suspicious that this person, the person who just made headlines for this, you know, drug store right. to OD on the one drug mm-hmm. he's testing everybody for. Think of the one drug that's really killing every all of his friends and all of his customers. Like, it's very silly. It's just very suspicious that that would be the drug he ODs on. It is suspicious. It is suspicious or ironic. Yeah. I don't it's, know. One or the other. One or the other. Because it's one of those and, things that's almost, it's almost too perfect. You, no one would ever ask a question. Yeah, when it's yeah. too perfect, people ask questions. Things are never supposed to be too perfect. They're never supposed to just right. fit like a puzzle piece. So yeah. yeah, when things are just too easily explained away, conspiracy theories find their way in because yeah. people don't want to. People don't trust the government. They don't trust the news. They don't trust the the headlines. So no, imagine that. Right? Yeah, sometimes they're just imagine a bunch of shenanigans. That. I don't know why they're always just telling the truth. <laughs> just a bunch of shenanigans just out there. Shenanigans. Shenaniganators. <laughs> just shenanigating the truth. That's what they're doing. But uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, so well, not, I, wasn't trying to, I wasn't kind of trying to leave on a, a downer, but yeah, this was just a suspicious kind of no, uh, follow-up on this guy's life right yeah. here. So there might be some fe- things that come out after this, but yeah, we'll see what the Keep what Canada continues to do with their their legalizing and decriminalizing of drugs. But yeah, they're like yeah. an experiment up there. We're just, yeah, we're just watching. Uh, but they're just gonna keep letting the Americans come up and test everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're just gonna test it right next to the border. <laughs> Maybe a little bit in Michigan. It's fine. Yeah, just kind of just push that right into Portland. Let's oh, just uh, <laughs> you just went all to Ohio. Damn it. Yep, yep. Niagara Falls <laughs> over the side. <laughs> there it goes. All right, guys, over the rails, just like this show, as per usual, right? Every time. Every time. Well, guys, if you don't know what we're doing, don't know why this show's being all silly. It's because it's summer break, so we're doing headlines and shenanigans uh, over the course of the summer. We will be back with regular TCG proper episodes on September sixth. And we'll be picking it up with some cult shit. Me and Andy are very excited to get back into that. So all of your regular TCG programming will come back the first week of September. And uh, But who knows? Maybe this summer we'll surprise you with an episode here and there. A real episode. You know, I've, I've hinted that, you know, we kind of kind of chomping at the bit, want to get back into some regular TCG episodes. So who knows? A few yeah, of those might pop up. We got we have all these plans in the works and we have all these things we're trying to work on, but it's like, well, we want to get working on them and using, it's like, I want to use my toy, but I haven't got yeah. the toy yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> really put the cart before the horse, so to speak, type, type deal. It's, it's like, like buying your Christmas presents and putting them away for two months. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're in the process. We're talking together about possibly, you know, renovating a new place and having a bigger studio area, but we're both just like, yeah, I can't wait to get in there and, and use all that stuff and, yeah. and get these new videos going. It's like, yeah, but we have to get that studio. We we have to get the stuff, do the things first. Yeah, there's <laughs> and a lot of things. then you get it back into the studio. Exactly, exactly. Like, but we so, want to do it. I know. But we got time. We got time. That's why this break is coming in handy. You know, we can get some stuff settled away. And like Andy said, hopefully get us a, a, a new studio space, a larger space where we can spread out a little bit. It'll be better for our YouTube videos. And who knows, maybe we can do some live musical performances and stuff because we'll have more areas to bring in the drums and yeah. you know, guitars and amps and whatnot. So... Give us a lot of room uh, for shenanigans on yeah, JTB. There'll be a lot of shenanigans on TCG, I think, in, in a bigger studio space for sure. So uh, we're excited about the future, guys. Hang in there. I hope you guys are enjoying enjoying these headlines and shenanigans. 
And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week with a new episode. Until then, I guess just keep creeping. I think you probably should. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to check out all the other shows on our TCG network, as well as subscribing to our YouTube channel. Starting every Monday with new episodes of Strange and Unexplained, followed every other Tuesday by our audio drama podcast, Sandu Stories. Then, of course, new episodes of True Crime Guys every Wednesday. And if that's not enough, head on over to our Patreon, where you can have access to hundreds of hours of exclusive content, including older episodes, strange shorts, the latest edition of Sandu Stories, and, of course, higher thoughts. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. You hush your mouth, boy.